Twas the night before this episode drops, and all throughout Cal. The campus was empty, from Evans to Sproul. The students had left, their luggage all packed. In hopes that by springtime, they'd safely come back. But a pair of podcasters longed for the time. When winter was friendship and love in its prime. Let's do one for Christmas. One said to the other, a holiday episode. Yes. Go tell your mother. So they set up their mic stands and headphones with care. And readied themselves with stories to share. They talked about winter with wit and delight. Multimedia edited the podcast all night. Santa penned a review. Here's the last line. Merry Christmas to all. This episode's fine. I'm Vincent, and all I want for Christmas is a whole lot of red, Playboy Cardi. I'm Crew, and I wish it was Christmas today. And this is a music podcast. Okay. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of This is a Music Podcast. Surprise! It's the holiday special. Today, we're going to have a more free-flowing conversation about wintertime and the holiday season. It's winter break, finals are over, and like you, we just want to relax. So let's get into it, Vincent. Let's talk about winter music. Yeah, you know, in, in my head, crew, this episode would be us like totally waxing nostalgic about the holidays, and it would be sentimental and hopeful, but I have a feeling in typical crew slash Vincent fashion, it's going to come across more like the SpongeBob Christmas <laughs> special, where they just go, yeah, 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 but it's us hyping up our favorite music about this time of year, you know, with the, the noodle arms and everything. The noodle arms? You know what I'm arms? talking about? SpongeBob doing the, the noodle arms. Oh, wow. And annoying yeah, all the neighbors. Man. Yeah, but we're, we're just we're just caroling, but we are uh, we are ushering in an age of Good Christmas music for everyone. We're caroling, but we can't even sing the music. We just have to talk about it. Exactly, exactly. So, winter time. Winter time. This is the time when when the sun sets earlier, when the nights get colder, when the rain comes. What music starts to make it into your rotation when this this time of year rolls around? There are two there are two big albums that I think of that really roll into my rotation uh in the winter, especially I'm thinking about, I'm reflecting upon last winter yeah, and what I was listening to then. And uh, I was obsessed with uh, Lux Prima okay. by Karen O uh, of the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs and Danger Mouse, the producer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That one, that has that, that single, uh, Turn turn the Light, right? That... Yeah, Turn the Lights on it. Yeah. But uh, the whole album to me is just this really like cozy ambience. It's sort of surrounded by this coldness, uh, but the album feels like uh, like warmth amongst coldness, which I think is a really nice feeling and kind of perfect for what I want from the average winter time. You know, I, I haven't heard that record in full, but like I'm under the assumption that it's a dance a dance record. It's, is that is that it feels dancey, but it still feels a little. It's got this kind of frigid overtone to it. Mm. Which is mm. why it feels like such a winter album to me. Okay. It starts on this super ambient uh, little intro, and it just gets into a groove that really matches, I think, 
uh, the way I feel about the season. A very, a very fine choice. And then my second album that I gotta that I gotta shout out is Twenty Two Million. Yes, just because I I I think about sitting on a train in the dreary cold. It's raining outside, and I'm just looking out the window, uh, coming back home across the country. We were just talking about this. And yeah, I, I mean, it's a perfect. It's one of those train albums. And I think train album. Shout out, shout out, Jake. Shout out, Jake. Shout out, Jake for the train album. Yeah, Jake Lillian, Daily Californian, <laughs> da- uh, train album question, and the karaoke question. Oh yes, great stuff, great that stuff. Great we want to know what your karaoke album is too, crew, and also listeners. What's your go-to karaoke song? <laughs> well, maybe that's a maybe that's a future future episode we talk about. Mm, stay stay tuned. Stay stay tuned. tuned. Uh, but yeah, I mean, twenty two million is just obviously really fits in with the winter season bony bear and i think it's bony bear at at the prime at oh okay you so that's that's peak yeah. bony bear for you yeah i think that's peak bony I, bear. I think i like yeah i i like 22 million more than i i this uh this last album that he dropped but yeah I'm, that's really interesting like why why 22 a million over the other two albums which are very i feel like very obviously winter albums i don't know how well for emma forever ago how effective that would be as a train album but like during the winter time how come those ones aren't the the ones that you reach for well because i do think those are a little more uh static Mm. i think that uh they they're the kind of albums you listen to by a fireplace and while i really like that aspect of winter for me winter is about the hubbub and the movement of the holiday season and being on winter break it's a time when you actually get to just go skiing go to cabins just have a good time traveling around Mm. and looking at snow because you can't really properly experience winter here in the bay area that's true while while we love listening to the lonely man of the woods none of us wants to be (laughs) the lonely man of winter right now (laughs) <laughs> I, I get that i get that but what about you what what winter albums do you reach towards for me you know i like that you talked about warmth and that that general feeling you know like i said uh it doesn't snow in california but it rains and the sun starts setting earlier the atmosphere is just generally chilly and school is just getting out for me like the albums that i reach for definitely feel immediately warm warm to the ear um, you know, there's, there's Sigur Ross. I think, I, am I pronouncing that right? Sigur Ross? Uh, yeah. I remember my seventh grade science teacher, uh, was the one who showed me Sigur Ross. And I was yes. like, that's a really weird name for a band. Yeah. Well, you know, Sigur, Sigur Ross definitely is like one of the first, their, their music from that, that, uh, the album, uh, Algaitis Berian, you know, the, the album with the, the fetus on the cover. Right. Yeah, yeah, that that music uh, definitely starts making its way into my playlists, and definitely Yola Tango. Though that's oh, like wow. you could argue that Yola Tango is like a fall feeling, but you know our way to fall and like those songs are definitely start coming in when when nightfall sets in, and also um, some Jay Tillman, Josh Tillman albums from back before he decided to become father john misty oh i was gonna say i don't know who that is those yeah it's father john misty when he was simply sad simply (laughs) sad simply sad um yeah yeah those yeah that kind of music definitely comes comes into play and it it makes me feel like i like the sunlight and i like i like staying out when the days are long and 
though that music kind of like reflects my mood when when the day is cut short i actually i really like that uh phrase simply sad because i think it's a really good way to to talk about at least like the kind of winter music that i really enjoy which is yes very stripped back uh kind of melancholy and sort of just simple Mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be ostentatious or complicated it can just be you know a guitar or a piano and vocals yeah i agree i think the the biggest element that i'm looking for when i'm wanting to listen is really just to feel comfortable yeah Uh, a big album for me like i would say the number one album for me that I start listening to when I know that it's winter time, or at least these songs start coming on, and I feel like, oh yeah, it's that it's that time of year. Is um, this album called "In the Silence" by Asgir? Okay, I don't know if you're familiar, but Asgir is. Uh, I haven't heard it, but I mean, I, yeah, I know about it. Okay, he's he's an Icelandic musician um, who rose to fame. I think I'm pretty sure this album is from 20, 2012, 2013, something like that. Um, the early 2010s and he first released it in Icelandic and it's basically like acoustic folk music and the lyrics are like from poetry written by his father wow and so in the silence is the English translated version of this album it was translated by this uh American I think this American poet named John Grant uh, I wrote a re- I wrote a review on Asgir uh, earlier in the year but um yeah Asgir is so popular in Iceland that apparently one out of every 10 people in that country own a copy of his debut like this album was was huge Uh uh-huh and um the first track i ever heard from that album was called torrent which you know screams rainfall and to me that's california winter rainfall is california winter (laughs) rainfall and um short days you know (laughs) That song Torrent is just it starts off with these piano lines and then rumbling drums and just really like crashing instrumentation. And it really just makes me feel in in awe of things. You know, it's it's very it's very glorious and and heavy. And then it's juxtaposed with this very he's got a very beautiful light, light voice. And that that warm voice of his pierces through the the music and it's like that that brings me comfort it 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 feels like finding comfort in you know even though the weather has taken a sad turn yeah that's a pretty nice feeling to have i i yeah but i think i think there is something to be said for music that so well exemplifies the the weather that it's based around mhm mhm you really like, you know, songs about the ocean that have these big crashing, rumbling drums like you talk about. Yeah, he he talks about like dragons of the mind and torrents washing <laughs> everything away. And it's it is epic. And it is. I absolutely recommend you listen to it. Like I'll check it out. It just it'll put a smile on your face. I can't tell like you know he he's he is from iceland and so like you know the image you get in immediately is you know there's like this nordic brute you know <laughs> singing songs about the icelandic winter but he's got he's got tracks on this album like summer guest and other things where it's just him and a stripped back acoustic guitar but even that song summer guest which is you know it is about the summer um uh, it feels more 
warm like a fireplace than like a shimmering sunny affair and he there there's some lyrics in that song where he says from my heart i thank you friend for this precious melody uh for these sweet and pure tones and that that line really really reminds me of like the winter time to me you know living i'm from southern california and for me um in the winter time I would do bonfires on the beach with my friends and, you know, play songs around the campfire. And like that was it's like music like that. That really reminds me of winter. Mm. And then he obviously has some more. Yeah. Some more explicit songs about like explicitly speaking about winter, like head in the snow, uh, going home. And there's just like feelings of isolation and warmth that 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 mix together. That's pretty nice. And so, yeah, that is that is definitely the album as gear. Uh, that's very much wintertime music for me. I mean, that makes sense. I think for me, winter music is a lot, though. We we would be remiss not to talk about Christmas music. Oh, of course. Of course. Um, I don't celebrate uh, any other holidays, although I have participated in a few Hanukkahs in my time. <laughs> uh, how about you? Do you, you celebrate Christmas too, crew? Uh, yeah, pretty exclusively. I mean, you know, I enjoy a good latka as much as the next guy. But yeah, it's been Christmas basically since I was born. Okay, okay. And before, you know, I don't want to claim that it just started in 1998, but I have no proof that it didn't, so. Detectives, get on that, get on that. But I mean, I I think... I think about the the CDs that we still have and we still listen to from when I was a kid, uh, and how well that that music has been preserved yeah tell me about it well i mean one one of those songs that i uh that i was really feeling this year uh my brother and family and i were all setting up our you know our christmas tree doing the whole the whole nine yards yes putting up tinsel putting up little santas there there are dozens of baubles just hanging around the house and cool yule came on cool uh, it's a louis armstrong song oh and <laughs> wow, it's just it's so great to hear a Christmas song uh, and just immediately know who it's by. And Louis Armstrong is one of those uh, artists where you can just immediately tell it's him. Yeah, yeah. Singing. Oh, of course. And it's just this like kind of fun, upbeat, sort of jazzy song. It's a, is it a it's, it's a Christmas song though? Like, okay, Yule, it is Yule, a Christmas Yule, song, tides, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Interesting. I've, I've never heard it. <laughs> that sounds hilarious, though, like in a good way. I mean, it's gr- it's a great song. I really enjoy it. Uh, it and on the opposite end of the spectrum, I really like a uh, river by Joni Mitchell. Oh yes, just when she the way she sings, like it's coming on Christmas, chopping down trees. She sings about wishing that she had a river that she could just skate away on and. I think that I really felt that uh, as a kid and now as someone who never got the chance to, you know, go ice skating on on a river or on a lake, who never got to see fresh snow fall outside yeah. my window. It's really a uh, it's really nice wish fulfillment from Joni Mitchell on that song. Thanks, Joni, for that. Thank you, Joni. <laughs> I, I think every kid or at least a lot of people I know have that similar experience of like, just Christmas CDs, you know, like just loaded to the brim with Christmas songs. I know when I was in first grade, there was a girl in my class who passed out Christmas CDs to everyone. It's almost like a, instead of a Christmas card. And that that's awesome. Yeah. That was the CD that would play whenever I would make the trip up to see my family um, up North. Up and north. you know, it, it's got some of the, the quintessential Christmas songs. And I'm, I, I think funny enough, this girl, 
didn't even celebrate Christmas. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure she celebrated Hanukkah. So, you know, I got I got my fair share of like that kind of music too. Like, you know that the Adam Sandler Hanukkah song? Oh man, yeah. Yeah, put on your yarmulke, here comes Hanukkah and <laughs> stuff like that. Yeah, SNL's got a weirdly deep roster of holiday music now that I think about it. Oh, yes, they do. Tell, <laughs> tell me about it. Well, I was just thinking about, like I did in the intro, the uh, I wish it was Christmas today bit Yeah, that they do. Or they did every year. Mm-hmm, I, mm-hmm. I know this isn't an SNL drama thing, but I, I, I hear that uh, Chris Kattan is not on good terms with, like, I think Tracy Morgan, so they don't do that bit anymore. Wait, I said Morgan, right? Yes, you, you did. You did. Who, okay, who, man, who, who? I can't. I can't tell you how many times I've accidentally said Tracy Jordan. Oh, because who, you know who's, who's Tracy Jordan? Tracy Jordan is Tracy Morgan's character in Thirty Rock. Oh, okay. Unfortunately, uh, I'm behind on the TV game. I haven't seen Thirty. Haven't seen Thirty Rock. <laughs> <laughs> I actually haven't seen Thirty Rock either. Oh, oh. Okay. I just know that. <laughs> I'll take your word for it, anyways. Uh, but another big thing for for Christmas music, I think, are like musicals and TV shows and specials and whatnot. And the big one for me is The Year Without a Santa Claus. Oh my goodness, I know that one too. Yeah, you're talking about like ABC Family's 25 Days of Christmas, right? All those, oh yeah, those oh, Rankin, yeah. <laughs> those Rankin Bass Christmas specials. Oh yes, yeah. Let's let's talk about it. But there's one specific, uh, not, well, one or two specific songs. But uh, when I think about, like, Christmas, I think about the Miser mm-hmm. songs. Yes, that, Snow, uh, that, that's exactly the one I was thinking oh, of. Man. Snow Miser, I, Heat Miser. I love those songs <laughs> so much. Are you, are you more of a Snow Miser or a Heat Miser? Well, that's what I think is so interesting. That I think it's such a great way to talk about the different ways people view Christmas. You know, some people view wintertime as this cold, desolate season, and others like to see it as a a time of warmth and celebration. And I think there's a lot of merit to both points. I've definitely felt both ways probably every winter I've been able to think about winter. But I think this year, I think I'm feeling, I think I'm feeling heat miser. I'm normally a, I'm normally a snow miser kind of guy. But I think this year I'm I'm I have a little bit more uh, faith in a in a warmer Christmas. I see. Also, just with the way the weather's been. Yeah, yeah. Whether whether we like it or not, snow miser's not been faring too well in this world as of lately. <laughs> you, you know? uh, un- unfortunately, so yeah. <laughs> wow. That yeah. Rankin Bass specials. Like for me, have you seen the? The Jack Frost special from them. Uh, I think that one was the one that like hit home for me the most. No, tell me about that one. Okay, so I know that like in a lot oh, of wait, popular media. Oh wait, I was thinking about Martin Short as Jack Frost. You're talking about he looks like a little like baby. He's got he like, looks like an elf infantile face. Yeah, he's blue. He's all blue. He's all blue, and he he joins a family of a tailor and he like falls in love with the daughter but then he can never he can never marry her or something and then he like saves winter and like sacrifices himself it's the ultimate simp movie <laughs> there but are all these i i love it it's there are all these like weird like moralizing like tales that they have yeah yeah i know like yeah i i, I think i've seen like I'm pretty sure Jack Frost is like a horror movie too, but I have never seen that. <laughs> I only Jack know, Frost I only know, movie. I only Jack Frost and the coming of winter as like, like a, like a romantic sacrifice. I was like, wow, thank you, Jack. Thank you. 
<laughs> well, Thanks, I did bro. find the uh, horror movie, but I found a movie uh, with uh, Michael Keaton in it as Jack Frost, and he plays a snowman. Wait, that I think isn't there. There, there definitely is a Jack Frost horror movie where he's like a killer snowman, and he he's a oh wait yeah I'm looking at the, yeah a notorious serial killer Jack Frost is being driven to his exit. Oh yeah, yeah. that's the Michael Keaton. Movie. Oh my goodness. <laughs> That's that's wild. That's wild. That's I'm not gonna let Jack Frost is getting his <laughs> Jack Frost is getting a second chance to be the world's coolest dad if he doesn't melt first. That is, yeah. I'm not gonna let it ruin my my image of Jack Frost as a noble hero of winter time. Well, speaking about noble heroes of winter time, uh, I would be remiss to talk about the greatest anti-hero of winter time, uh, the Grinch. Oh, oh, yes, yes. Uh. You're talking though about like the the original like cartoon the movie, cartoon that, that animated Grinch. one. Yeah, yeah. Who's do Who's doing the 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 music for that? I forgot. Oh, uh, the that one. I have no idea. Let me look that up. Y- yeah, yeah. Uh, I know it's, it's not, not Tyler the Creator because um, that yeah. was the newer one. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, I heard I haven't heard that album, but I heard it was pretty good. Really? Yeah, I mean, word on the street. I I I, I haven't gotten any any professional opinions. <laughs> oh wow, that came out in 1966. Oh wow, yeah, you're talking about you're a mean one, Mr. Grinch, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Performed by Thurl Ravenscroft. Thurl Ravenscroft. Yeah, that that. Thank you, Thurl. Yeah, those deep vocals. That was just you're a mean one. Yeah, that's a great. That's a great. Wow. That's uncanny that... right there. That's uncanny. <laughs> that's such a that's yeah, such a yeah. great song. Yeah, I, I, and I liked that that special was like that's like a really short movie. It's like a thirty minute little thing too. Yeah, it's not long. It's right? basically the yeah, length. Yeah. Uh, um, well, it's not basically the length. Like if you were reading that out loud, that's basically how it would go. If you were reading that out loud to a yeah. child, we we didn't need a two hour Grinch movie with Jim Carrey. Sorry, you know. Yeah, I mean, that, yeah. Like, like I said last time we were hanging out, I'm just not a big Jim Carrey fan. Yes, of course, of course. Yeah, I I, I didn't really didn't really vibe with the mask either or Ace Ventura. I thought he was just a little a little too much for me. And now they have Matthew Morrison as the Grinch. Oh yeah, I saw that. Yikes. <laughs> yikes good luck well hold on i feel like we've been, we've focused a lot on the the christmas songs i've brought up but i really want to know what kind of christmas songs you're you're thinking of like what christmas themes really resonate for you you know i feel like there's two kinds of christmas songs they're like the christmas songs that like really lean into the lore whether that's like the Christian, the Christian <laughs> element of it, or just like the Santa Claus element of it. And then there's the other songs that are kind of meta in just speaking about the experience of Christmas time, you know, like about people celebrating Christmas. So like an example of the lore, the one that would be stuck in my head during all these road trips, um, which was definitely a part of that CD was grandma got run over by a reindeer <laughs> and they made that one into a, a whole a whole That's ass a movie whole too movie yeah which is so funny she's like drunk on eggnog and goes out in the street and just gets murked by the sleigh like Oh my goodness! Yeah, that, that's that's kind of a that's kind of a twisted song to like learn as a kid, and like that's your idea of like Christmas because you're you're like celebrating it. But that that was a song for me. Um, another one that was like 
kind of traumatic because that's how I found out what cheating was. The Jackson 5, I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus. I knew. <laughs> this was yeah. literally what I was about to say when you were talking about like, yeah, uh, grandma got run over by a reindeer, kind of dark for a Christmas song. And I'm, I'm just thinking absolutely like you are. I had no idea that what I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus was supposed to be. I was so baffled. I by know, I know. My jaw dropped when my cousins <laughs> dropped the new, the terrible news on me, you know? And now it's like, Santa, you can take your cookies and that's it. Leave, please, you know? But I think, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure that the bit of that is that the dad is just dressed like Santa Claus. I... And the kid is wow. too stupid to get that. What you the know, the kid's like five. That's that's a happy ending to my understanding of this song because I did not. That's how I like wow, to that's... think of it: is that the kid doesn't realize that Santa's not real. Oh no! It's a it's a it's a cosplay moment. It's a, a role yeah. play moment. <laughs> oh a, gosh! Okay, yeah, it's a role play moment. <laughs> oh yeah. wow, wow! And and then that's even weirder when when you know it's Michael Jackson singing, and then it's like. Oh man, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Jackson. Okay, we're not gonna go into that, yeah. but that's that's that is wild. That is wild. Okay, other other Christmas songs for me: uh, "Little Saint Nick" by the Beach Boys. Okay, that was another one. I literally that was the first Beach Boys song I ever heard. I thought the Beach Boys were a uh, Christmas band, <laughs> you know, when I was when I was very little. And then and then I thought they were a surfing band only, you know, Surfing USA and Barbara Ann. Mm-hmm. And then Pet Sounds is another thing that like I feel like I put on during the Christmas Christmas time. But that's only a recent thing for me. Other songs, Wonderful Christmas Time by um, Paul McCartney. You know, oh, yeah. That's a song that I would put on or my mom would put on on the jukebox like in my house when we're decorating, you know, putting up the Christmas decorations. And I, I imagine like I wasn't home. I haven't been home. So, you know, my mom already put up the Christmas decorations. But I imagine that's a song that was playing throughout the house when she was putting up the fake Christmas palm tree in my living room. And it it makes me smile, that that song, all the time. And then also, uh, Happy Christmas, War is Over, the John and the Yoko song. I was, oh man, I was about to say, because you were talking about the Paul McCartney one. Yeah. We should bring up Happy Xmas, War is Over. Yeah, Happy Happy Xmas, War is Over. that's That's a great one, too. That one reminds me almost like of the scene in The Grinch when, when he's like, uh, holding hands with all the the who's and then they're like <laughs> just circling around the world although i guess that's a very naive image of world peace but like it's also a naive image of john lennon yeah that's that's also very true yeah i i was i was a little bit hesitant to bring that up as my pick because it's like it's almost like a guilty pleasure at this point but mm-hmm. uh yeah that that is it is a great song yeah no i mean absolutely yeah but these these are just like uh, like handful of different Christmas staples that have made it through my life. I'm wondering if there are any like specific albums front to back, like Christmas time albums, you know, like this year, Megan Trainer has a Christmas album. Tori Kelly has a Christmas album. Hell, I, I bet Eminem will have a Christmas album at one point, you know, like everyone is making Christmas albums where they cover these staples. Are there any like that on your radar that you just like love? So, uh, that that have like come out recently? Oh no, just in general. Well, because I think about uh front to back Christmas albums that I mm-hmm. really like, and uh, honestly, I think I've listened to the Charlie Brown uh Christmas yeah. album as a as a soundtrack more than I have actually watched the special. So I'm gonna put that yeah, because well, I too. think I think that music is just so fun, and there you know there's so many fun little dances you can do to it. <laughs> 
the Linus and Lucy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm thinking about the uh, yeah. the girl who's just her whole dance is jumping up and down and moving her head, her chin from shoulder to shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I love I that. I love that yeah. soundtrack. That's a that's a front yeah. to back Christmas album that I really enjoy listening to. Me what about too. you? Yeah, my my parents my parents encouraged me to. Uh, learn songs off that album to perform them uh, during like, Christmas <laughs> parties. <or whatever. laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> Linus and Lucy, 10 hours. Don't stop. <laughs> you know, <laughs> well, they're, they're great for, they're great for yeah, piano. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And like Christmas time is here. That one. Oh yeah. yeah. I, I think that's my favorite one off that, that album with the, the, the children's choir and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But for me, um, the quintessential Christmas album is the Phil Spector Christmas album. Ah. Well, yeah. So, for, yeah. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Phil Spector. Yeah, the album's called A Christmas Gift for You from Phil Spector. And Phil Spector's a producer. And, you know, this this, al- this album has, like, a compilation of artists like Darlene Love, The Ronettes, Bob B. Socks and the Blue Jeans. Um, and I think it's it's made headlines and it's, like, as famous as it is because of the wall of sound technique, which is what Phil Spector was just so famous for. He's also famous for murdering someone. I'm pretty sure he's- Well, yeah, there's light, that but Yeah, yeah. This, this album is his definitely like his, the positive part of his legacy. And so what the wall of sound is, is Phil Spector like had this idea of just packing in as many musicians into the studio as possible and just recording it all at once and having just this massive- overwhelming glorious sound you know and when it comes to these christmas songs that like you just feel all the heart and the love like coming off of the music uh and it really embodies the christmas spirit to me and i think that's why this album is like it's the best christmas album that i have ever heard and i don't think i've heard a christmas album that's like really come close to topping it although i really do enjoy like julian casablanca's cover of that snl christmas song i like i like there's an lcd sound system christmas song that i really like um but yeah yeah the phil Spector album has like sleigh ride the ronettes version of sleigh ride with the the ring-a-ling-a-ling-a-ding-ding-ding-ding-dong part which is like i i cannot unhear that it's like that is the version of sleigh sleigh but you know you know that song sleigh ride yeah no of course <laughs> Yeah, yes. I'm yeah, thinking I, like, about I high school band. Yeah, no, me and my cousins, we would do the Carlton, the Carlton dance from Fresh <laughs> Prince to that song. Just like, yeah, great stuff. And then it's um, the Crystals version of Santa Claus is Coming to Town where they sing Santa Claus is Coming to Town differently. Like the that chorus part is like different than the traditional way of singing it. And that has become the staple, um, the staple version of that song for me. And then I think the best song on that album is absolutely Christmas Baby Please Come Home by Darlene Love. Mm. Like that, uh, you know that one? It's like, no. Singing deck the halls, that one. But it's not like Christmas at that one. No, I got, I yeah, got this nothing. is, this is not a singing podcast, guys. So uh, that's, that's all you're going to get from me on that. But, um, yeah it's like a very meta song you know it's about like this this girl is is seeing people experiencing the joys of christmas and she's all alone there's like there's this feeling of yearning there and it's just 
it's yeah, it's I think it's just perfect to me, even because she's not experiencing Christmas time, but she's feeling all that that love and and you know the the warmth of family from from what's happening all around her and just wanting it so badly from you know her whoever she wants to come home and uh, yeah it, that that just like really embodies the spirit for me like of i listen to that song even when i'm you know it comes on at my christmas parties when like my family i'm surrounded by my family and it makes me think about like what what i'm lucky to have it makes me think of uh washington square by chris isaac on his okay. Christmas album, uh, where, you know, he's talking about, like, it, you know, just kind of his loneliness uh, during yeah. Christmas. And I think that I think that that's a really good point to make, you know, that you, sometimes you can't always have the people around you that you want to have around you. And it can uh, be really like hard this, to deal like, with that. Like this Christmas, like this Christmas, this whole year. Like you this know? Christmas. I mean, I felt that with Phoebe yeah, Bridges' yeah. Christmas album. I'll tell you. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that's a, that. That's the first Christmas album that I've heard like recently that I thought was great too. That's like up there. Yeah, for sure. It it has cracked the top ten. Like that. The uh, the Silent Night slash Seven O'clock News, where it's it's Phoebe Bridges just doing Silent Night, and then Matt Berninger is reading across like the Seven O'clock I... News of all these like terrible injustices that are happening right now. I think it's Phoebe Bridgers and Fiona Apple. Fiona Apple? Oh, is she also singing on it? I'm pretty sure it's the two of them singing. Uh, okay, well, no, Matt Berninger is like, there's like a male voice reading the news. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's what it is. That, that, yeah. So, so great. Um, and uh, I, I her, can, yeah. her Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas is really yes. good. And I think it it's good that that was on the album because it's a... Just the line uh, where she sings, someday soon we all will be together, yeah, I think resonates a lot more this year uh, than it has in the past. Yeah, absolutely. I have this version of that Darlene love song playing in my head as like as of recently. Um, But instead, like the, the lyrics are altered where instead of Christmas, baby, please come home in my head. It's Christmas baby please stay home and then like the <laughs> words are like they're singing deck the halls but it's not like christmas at all because i remember when you were here please stay covid free till next year you know <laughs> i just like yeah this christmas is gonna be a weird one but it's definitely gonna I'm, be a weird one yeah i'm i'm waiting for next for next year where hopefully we all can be together again um, well and, you know net net yeah so changing the subject a little bit here, just because we're talking about all this Christmas music, are there any Christmas yeah. or holiday or wintertime albums that are kind of Christmas in quotes for you? Christmas albums okay. that are a, are not in any way Christmas albums, but just feel yeah. like Christmas albums to you? I don't know if I would say... For me, there's definitely like a couple pieces of music that, that definitely spark that up for me um talking about like christmas in general you know christmas is just a small piece of the holiday season you know some people don't even celebrate christmas there's hanukkah there's kwanzaa and there's a whole bunch of other holidays that i'm not immediately aware of that you know people just associate some of the same feelings with with winter time and so um 
another experience is like, you know, being a student, you know, I've been a student as long as I can remember. Um, and you know, this is, this is your, your, this is your first winter break, not being a student. And my last winter break being a student will be next winter break. Um, but winter break has always like to me been associated as the time where I get to really just like all my friends come home. Um, and I just get to be with, with all my loved ones at, at once. And so I have a lot of, I have a lot of music that I play during the holiday season, like with my friends when we're all back together, you know, I, I did community college for three years and my, my friends that went off to college, you know, I didn't get to see them for a lot of the years, but it was always during winter break that our friendships were able to remain strong and like grow further um, throughout the years. I, I think immediately of, this is definitely not a Christmas record, but it, you best believe it exudes warmth in, in spades. It's a uh, diet blonde by this band called the Smith Westerns. They're no longer a band anymore, but they were basically this uh, rough and tumble um, glam rock group that came out of Chicago, like straight up when they were 17, they were writing hooks like, like they were Mark Bolin, you know, like they were T-Rex. They, they, and, and, you know, they, they got a lot of flack for being like those cocky kids that, you know, just like are writing, writing smart glam rock music. That's like well beyond their years. And then they just had a give no fucks attitude. Like they would get kicked out of concerts for like, just like peeing in the trash cans and like just being rowdy and like, you know, they're, they're wild kids. And in their, their album, their 2011 album, Diet Blonde, Jeff just radiates that, that love, that lust for life and that, that warmth. They're, they're like, it's like naive and full of love and just wild energy. And that is always the album that I would put on in the car with my friends when when we would the first day that we would all be able to get back together like they have a song called weekend that it has the most feverishly addicting guitar riff you will ever hear like it's it's it is definitely top 10 for me uh and and all die young is like their magnum opus track where they they contemplate existence and like what it means to grow old and it's just it's way beyond what they're capable of. You know, it's one of those experiences where they aren't technically gifted enough to match the ambition of the music, but you are so mesmerized by the attempt anyways, that, that they kind of make it regardless. Right. And that, that, yeah, yeah, that, 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 I guess that whole album is definitely, that is a non Christmas music to me. That makes me think of the holiday season and, reminds me of why winter time and winter break and the holidays are so meaningful to me. Well, I, I really like uh, listening to the way you talk about that music and how it resonates with you because it's sort of about this meeting back up with all of your friends and feeling young again. Mm -hmm. uh, and when I think about Christmas yeah. music, it definitely, you know, makes me feel young again, but it makes me feel like seven years old sliding around uh, in my brand new socks that I got for Christmas, because we would have this big wooden floor uh, that was just all nice and smooth, and you could just slide right across it. And I think I probably wow. spent a couple hours on Christmas Day just doing that, listening to ABBA Gold and uh, yes. a compilation of Johnny Cash songs. 
And to me, those two, uh, ABBA and Johnny Cash, those two artists, to me, those really feel like Christmas artists, even though I know they're not. And I listen to them outside of Christmas and don't think of them as Christmas artists. But whenever I listen to them around this time of year, I really think of that that same youthful warmth of the holiday season when I wouldn't have to go into class and learn how to read or learn. Well, I guess not how to read. I was seven or eight, uh, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> the, or the early stages of the early reading. stages of education when you're not really learning yeah. stuff, but you're still supposed to be doing work. You're just soaking it all in. So uh, I actually really like that you were talking about the uh, with Asgir the the father's poetry bit because it reminds me of yeah. Johnny Cash's uh, my mother's hymn book I think it's called um, oh, okay. or my mother's book of hymns it's basically just a bunch of uh, Christian songs that uh, Johnny Cash is covering but it's really nice uh, just to feel that same like acoustic uh, sort of like biblical vibe i think that that's one of the one of those aspects of christmas that that just always comes through to me in music uh just these stories about like little baby jesus and the three wise men and the North oh, yeah. star and all that and the cradle and the barn and the goats uh all, I'm all- sure I, was, I, was, I was really confused on the whole the whole timeline of, of that whole <laughs> that all that business I still am a little confused about it, to be completely honest with you. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's just one of those stories that I think, like, I honestly mostly learned through music. Oh yeah, yeah. Through, and through I all just, the songs. I just love that concept of of digesting and learning stories through music, and yeah, so to songs. to have that stuff specifically around Christmas, I think, is really neat. But they're also like. Mm-hmm. Like, I just want to say, like, Beyond the Sea, objectively not a Christmas song, absolutely feels Bobby like Darren? Bobby, Bobby Darren? Bobby Darren? Yeah. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Just feels like a Christmas song to me. It's got, like, the same, like, big swing that a lot of Christmas songs used to have. I think of Toy Story when I think of that song. Is that in Toy Story? I Is think it? it's... I don't... I don't think it's in Toy Story. I think it's in the uh, little short before Toy Story. Okay, okay, yeah. And Toy Story, that feels like a Christmas movie to me, by the way. Really? But yeah, yeah, I, I, I think so. Because it's about, like, you know, keeping the family together. Uh-huh. You know, the, the, the little toy family. But that, that was a movie that, that I would watch during the holidays. Yeah, the first one. Oh, that's a movie that you would watch during the holidays. That's awesome. It was yeah, always yeah, Elf yeah, for yeah, us. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah of course. course. Yeah, going back to um, this, like, feeling of togetherness and, like, you know, what the meaning of the holidays is for some people, you know, also like Christmas is cuffing wintertime is cuffing season. You know, uh, everyone wants to be warm during the winter. No one wants to be the lonely man of winter. As I said, um, initially in this episode, that's a great song, by the way, uh, Sufi and Stevens, uh, the lonely man of winter, check that out. But, um, there's definitely one song for me that rises above all the other holiday songs and it's not even a holiday song, but it, I, when I, when I really want to reflect, you know, wintertime is the end of the year. It's, you know, when everything winds down, things just get to slow down and you just get to relax and just be fully in your element. The, the, the song that I come to is 
this song called Excuses. And it's from this band called The Morning Benders. I briefly mentioned them in the first ever episode of this podcast that we did. Um, they, they were students at UC Berkeley many years back. And they were really in love with the sounds of the Beach Boys and uh, Phil Spector. Phil Spector's Wall of Sound, you know, and they wrote this song, Excuses, which is a song about the first time you like fall in love, like experiencing that in real time and one and like never wanting that feeling to go away. Explicitly, it's about the first time you ever have sex, but but it's, (laughs) um, no, but it's like this, it's, it's this really pure thing. It's like this, like starry eyed, like, how do I make this last forever? Like really contemplating how do you grow old with someone? You know, it, it it's in experiencing that connection for the first time and just realizing how much it could be. So there, there's actually a performance of a recording of this song called the Yours Truly Session. For, uh, and it was recorded. It's, it's the Morning Benders and all their friend, musician friends, 50 or something of them piled into different first studios in sf and you know the the group was they were dubbed the morning benders and the echo chamber orchestra and this is in december of 2009 you can find this video on youtube and it's just them all performing they're performing excuses wall of sound style in in this uh in this chamber in this in this sound booth and it's quite honestly it's amazing it's it's And this isn't this isn't a Christmas song explicitly. No, not at all. But I think it 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 captures really like what I think there's like the common ground that everyone has from the holidays. You know, during this break time, um, is that people want to be with people. People want to, you know, they 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 want to fully like. This is the the chance for them to slow down and get to enjoy and enjoy life. in its most like joyous in a joyous celebration, you know, that's what all these, these holidays offer us the the chance to do. And I think even though, even though this, what they're talking about in this song is an example of a very, an event that, you know, you can have sex, you don't have to have sex during the holidays. It can be anytime. It's that, it's that same thing of like, you know, zooming in and having this moment where you're like, wow, this feeling is, this is why I'm like, why I'm what it means to be in love and alive. And I never want that to go away. And that's why that's why the holiday spirit, whatever form it's gonna take, it's it's never I don't think it's gonna go away. I think that's really nice. I miss my friends now. <laughs> Someday soon we all will be together. We'll see you next okay. time. Sure.